Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered. Or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For those of you who know me, you know that positivity is my beat. It's how I make my living. It's how I'm wired, and it's one of my top five strengths. Today, my guest is Randy Fisher. Randy is someone who finds the best in people and makes them better. He recently left the casino industry to try something new, to do something that would help people. You'll hear from Randy in a minute. But first, I want to share the three things that have brightened my day. Recently, I heard an interview with Jason Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt. They are Coach Lasso and Coach Beard from the Apple TV hit, Ted Lasso. Ted is a small-town football coach from the U.S. who is hired to coach a professional soccer team in England. It is good on so many levels. I love the character, Ted, for all his joy and goodness. He believes kindness is possible in every situation. And his ignorance doesn't make him irritating or annoying. It makes him endearing and open to possibility. And a fun side note, I love that the director of football operations in England is the stuffy butler to the Dowager Countess from Downton Abbey, Septimus Spratt. Ted Lasso loves people for who they are. He doesn't hate them for who they are not. And that is such an important lesson. Throughout the first season, Coach Lasso doesn't change, but by his presence, people around him are changed for the better. And I'm going to leave you with five leadership tips, courtesy of Coach Lasso. Number one, have biscuits with the boss. Early on, he works hard to connect and build relationships with his boss. Number two, have a suggestion box. Ted gives the team an opportunity to provide feedback, like, the shower pressure is rubbish, which he fixes. Number three, celebrate milestones. The team collects money to get a birthday cake for a player who's homesick. Number four, team building. Give players a pep talk. Provide positive reinforcement to turn the me into us. And number five, encourage your team to lead from every chair. Nate, who's the kit man, comes up with a key new play strategy that they incorporate into the game and they score a goal. The second thing that has brightened my day is getting a 60-minute deep tissue massage. After sitting on a folding chair in my home office for almost a year, I did a number on my back and legs. So for the past two months, I've been getting a massage every other Friday. The first time I went, just the touch of the massage oil that dripped on my back made my shoulders recoil from the tension. Now my massage therapist digs in with her elbows and I can just breathe through it. I hadn't realized how much tension I was holding onto in my back, my neck, and my shoulders. I've been going enough now that my massage therapist recognizes me, and that's kind of nice. At the end of my massages, she has this ritual where she lifts my legs and lets them drop. She lifts them and pulls on a little and then lets them drop. And then she slaps both of my feet a couple times and asks, feel better? 
I always feel like I just got smacked around, but yes, I feel better. The third thing that has brightened my day is chickens. I know this is going to be a weird one, but it's chickens. The other day I was checking in with a friend and she told me that her neighbor had just brought over some fresh eggs from their chickens. And I said, that's so cool. There's a house at the corner of my neighborhood that has chickens. My friend asked if they had a rooster. I kind of paused and went, uh, how would I know? And my friend said, you'd hear it. <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> I felt a little silly after that one. But then my brain immediately pulled up a memory of a hilarious episode of Seinfeld, the hen chicken rooster. Are you familiar with it? Well, even if you are, I'm going to share it. To set the scene, George and Susan are engaged to be married, and they are having dinner with both of their parents. And let me tell you, any scene with Frank Costanza always got my attention. Frank Costanza starts out, let me understand. You got the hen, the chicken, and the rooster. The rooster goes with the chicken. So who's having sex with the hen? And George is like, can we talk about this later? And Frank says, but you see my point here? You only hear of a hen, a rooster, and a chicken. Something's missing. Susan's mom, something's missing, all right. Susan's dad, they're all chickens. The rooster has sex with all of them. Frank says, that's perverse. <laughs> I'm no thespian, but that scene just kills me. I laugh so hard every time. And if you'd like to see it yourself, you can view a clip on YouTube. And speaking of humor, here's a positivity tip for the day. Mark Twain said the human race has only one effective weapon, and that is laughter. Think about a stressful experience from your day. Write about how it was or could have been resolved in a humorous way. Maybe you can even have a good laugh. My guest today is Randy Fisher. I met Randy recently when I was doing a team building exercise my curiosity was piqued when he told me that he'd spent the past 20 some years working in the casino industry. He told me he had some good stories about the behind the scenes at places like Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. So, of course, I asked if he'd be willing to be a guest on my podcast. And he said, absolutely. I'm feeling pretty lucky to have Randy here today. Hey, thanks for having me. I am a senior technical project manager with the Oregon Health Authority. I'm also part of their equity advancement leadership team, and I'm a proud member of the Confederated Tribes of Sluts Indians of Oregon. I've been with the state here for about a year and a half. And prior to that, as you said, I have 20 plus years in the casino business where I was a technology executive. I know you're here to tell me about the things that have brightened your day, mm -hmm. but I really want to hear <laughs> at least one juicy story sure, about sure, the casino know. business. <laughs> I, and I, I have a story, but let me start it off by saying this. This shows you how much time has changed. When I first got in the casino business, and this was standard in my early 20s, so that would be late 90s, I was always being mentored in Reno and Las Vegas. The elder veteran casino executives would start their day off with meetings at 7.30 to 8.30 in the morning, and we would be drinking cognac like it was water. And these gentlemen were slugging down cigarettes and cigars like it was oxygen. So here I am, a struggling 22-year-old, trying to keep up with them with cognac. 
for these guys <laughs> that have been for 20 years and uh, very, very difficult. Certainly that would not fly in today's business world. But I do want to share a quick story here that's actually going to fit this theme very good of brightening your day. I love the story. It's my favorite one. I was walking across the casino floor and I, and I won't name the casino just because of the amount of money we're talking here. And a slot machine as I walked by lit up. That is to say that it hit a jackpot. Mm. And the bells and whistles are going up, ding, 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 ding. And I turn and that's this elderly lady. And she is the epitome of a grandma. The, the white hair perfectly curled. She's got her little purse, uh, clutching it tight. And she hits the jackpot. And I walk over and I said, congratulations, I'll get you some help. She says, well, how much is this? And she's very confused. And I says, ma'am, it's 1.5 million. <gasps> and she says, I, I don't understand. How much is it? I said, it's 1.5 million US dollars. You hit the jackpot. And she says, well, how many nickels is that? Oh my God. <laughs> and I said, it's a lot, but you were playing $5 and you hit three credits. So you bet $15 on your first spin and you are now a multimillionaire. And she said, I thought I was playing nickels. Oh. <laughs> she wanted to bet 15 cents. She thought it was a nickel machine, not a $5 machine. So she said, well, I didn't want to play this machine. Do I get to keep the money? And I said, absolutely. And she hugged me. She looked me in the eye and she said, I'm going to send all of my grandkids to the best college and they don't have to be in debt. And she kissed me on the cheek and called me her lucky charm. Oh my, oh my, it that is, is the nicest story I, I've, I've ever been in my 20 plus years in the business. So there's a lot of bad stories. I wanted to share that really good one right there. Oh, that is amazing. I can't even imagine. I mean, I can't even comprehend what it feels like to have $1.5 million in front of me. Yeah. Are we talking like stacks and stacks or I guess, do how do you give the money in hundreds that, or? Yeah, that, that's a check. Bank transfers weren't available then, but uh, that, that would have been a check. And that was a, a progressive slot machine. So those people that uh, maybe don't gamble much, a progressive slot machine means that it's, it's linked to other casinos in that state and or across the country. So they all contribute to the larger jackpot. So oh. when you win that jackpot, you're actually winning it over usually in several states. That's why they get so big fascinating yeah wow well thanks for indulging my curiosity you know <laughs> i've never been to las vegas but i definitely want to go someday i have to make it yeah. Yeah. well you mentioned that your story with the sweet little lady winning the jackpot had something to do maybe with brightening your day but let's get into what are the three things that have brightened your day lately yeah, I'll tell you the one that brightens my day, which is routine, and it's every morning, and animal lovers will know this. After I get ready and I open up my bedroom door, my doggie, she <laughs> is there waiting for me with her tail wagging and her big, huge, bright brown eyes staring at me with nothing but uh, love and, and, and attention. And she follows me upstairs to my home office. So if it's a day off, she'll follow me outside. That's always a good start. Yes, the, man's best friend right there. Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, the second thing that brightened my day was earlier this morning. I have a contractor working on my house. I had this odd incident of a car crashing into my garage area. And so my contractor is out there this morning by 8.15, and he had not had a job uh, this size since December. So he had not done any work since December. And I'm his first customer of the year. And as he's telling me, Randy, I'm going to do this, and he's pointing down, and he's, I'm going to do this, and he's using all his contractor terms, and the smile on his face, the sheer uh, happiness and joy and look in his face and, and the lunch. He was showing me how his wife made him lunch and everything. And I said, this, this gentleman truly enjoys his job. I, I can't even call it a job. It, it's his mm. passion. He was looking at these beams like they were artwork wow. and the siding and, and, and all that stuff. And just it really put a smile on my face. There's a saying by the Dalai Lama that I really like. And it says, find your joy in the happiness of others. And just seeing how happy this guy was, A, to be working and 
B, to be working in a field that he just truly enjoys was, it just put a massive smile on, on my face. Truly reciprocal. That is yeah. great story. Yeah. And times right now, I mean, when people get work, a lot of times that's just making them happy, but even to be getting the work and to be loving what you do to have that Absolutely. kind of passion. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you the, the third thing that's going to brighten my day because it's going to happen here in about 45 minutes is I'm going to take a walk on the beautiful Oregon coast. I'm fortunate to live on the uh, kind of central Oregon coast here in North of Lincoln City. Actually peeking at the ocean right now and I'm going to get on the beach when we're finished here and get out there and take some time for myself for a lunch walk and breathe in this great Pacific Northwest air that we have. Wow, you're so lucky. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Even in uh, different uh, areas of uh, however your county might be restricted or not restricted during these times, I always told people, walk as much as you can. And if the weather's too bad, get your car and take a drive. Drive up a street or a road you've never been to. Drive through a town you haven't seen in Oregon. Get out there. Well, yeah. I'm getting out to the Oregon coast this weekend, so I I'm going to be kind of in your footsteps. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you, Randy, for being a guest on my podcast today. And thank you for brightening my day. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at hiltonlisab at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.